I V M. Welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. I am Ashton Doctor, your Habit Coach, and I have the pleasure of hosting Bhavesh B, an inspiration in the world of yoga and spirituality. In this episode, Bhavesh tackles the fundamental question: What is spirituality? Unraveling the significance of spirituality and its impact on personal development. We dive into the role of spiritual and societal awareness. Enjoy. Bhavesh, welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank My you. pleasure. You know, spirituality is such a loaded word, right? Like when people hear it, their mind goes into different different places. What according to you is spirituality? If you're going to ask me, according to me, I think everything is spiritual. I think people have made departments that oh, if I go to the temple, I'm spiritual, or if I worship certain god, that is spiritual. But I think your entire life is spiritual, and the highest notion of spirituality is when you do every job with awareness. Hmm. Another way to look at it is when you go inward and realize that everything is coming from the same source. And thirdly, I think in order to become spiritual, you have to become good humans. A good habit coach. A good humans. <laughs> this good humans is an another twist only, right? Like who is judging what is good, what is bad? Like whole funda of society telling you, "Okay, this is right, this is wrong." It comes as a big thing for us. It's very fascinating because even we are selective good. Hmm. Because you're very nice to me, I'm good. If you meet me downstairs, I'm horrible. Hmm. So I think we are conditioned with good and bad. We just have to be who we are. We are running away from the fact that I think the society puts a lot of. Uh, Notions and expectations. This is good. This is bad, and we are so dependent on other people's judgment. Yeah. So if something is good for you, it has to be good for me because I want to exist. That is another problem. And the first part which you said, which was attention and awareness. This I think is missing in our society now. No, we're so distracted. Big time. We have become goldfish. Hmm. I think even they are smarter than us <laughs> because our attention span. You know, Instagram is running through that game. Yeah, it's only and distraction, distraction, yeah, distraction. I get messages that when we are doing job, I can't. Uh, my attention is I'm just thinking about something else. I'm going in my past. I think we are losing out on quality. Being so entangled in material, we are losing out. And I think there's a space that is required for everyone to charge, and that is also spirituality. Hmm. To just be on your own, do nothing, turn off your phone, just enjoy the sunshine. Be in nature, and I think that is there are many aspects, and we can't define it to be one thing. Hmm. It's a way of living, way of living, awareness, awareness, attention, attention, and I think a spiritual person is full of gratitude. Hmm. He's not making it good or bad. He's just full of gratitude, acceptance, and of course, fighting his own ego. <laughs> that is our task instead of others. Like I yeah. think the whole problem with like spiritually right now is you versus me. I am right, you are wrong. I think that the whole ego funda is so. There is a game. Even when we come across spiritual people in very layman language, I have more followers, or you know, I am better than you, or you know, my guru is like this, my sadhana. I think we create our own ego trap because a highly evolved or enlightened being doesn't care. Yeah. As Ramana Maharshi said, there are no others. Hmm. So if you're operating in that state, you are in cosmic consciousness. Yeah, I think the more you start at least reading or seeding these ideas in your mind. So, for example, for me, a large part of it started during the lockdown when I started reading so many texts that were yeah. there, and there was nothing else to do, right? And there was so much aspect of understanding what oneness is. You know, like we don't even think of it as oneness. The ego is so I am like this, you are like that, and we always feel lonely after that. You know there is something very amazing that Maharishi Patanjali has said. Attachment and aversion they work together, hmm. constantly working together. For example, we talk about oneness. I am one with you, but whoever is sitting in the room out, so it's operating together. 
an actual oneness is where you see everything equal it is very rare and we do selective oneness for example if you love someone that person is everything or if it falls apart then you don't like like someone else so oneness as a cosmic consciousness is very different i think we are very egocentric oneness very selective i remember somebody saying that you know i love all my kids the same all my kids are equal yeah. some more equal than others yeah. you know that's <laughs> the way that we yeah, think yeah, about it is, some are more equal than others yeah. it's true and we have our own favorites you know mm. deep inside we know it yeah but human behavior so someone listening to this right yeah. like we've created a spiritual definition that is very large yeah how do they start thinking saying that okay you know what i want to explore this aspect of me from today onwards what can i start doing to explore this just start with baby steps mm-hmm. by letting go of your whatever things you're holding on to first let's come to spiritually later mm-hmm. but first you know run behind the factors that are affecting you that is anxiety jealousy mm-hmm. fear and that is the main crux to go beyond it so once address it in fact what i'm realizing with time people are aware about it but they don't want to address it because they have a constant fear that addressing that will trigger them yeah so my life need... will change too dramatically yes, i don't want that yes and i think more than that we have identity crisis mm. so a spiritual person is first addressing what is going on with them mm. and then he talks about sadhana then he talks about everything and i think there will be a point in your life maybe now later whenever you start getting curious that what will happen after death why am i human why was in my past birth why am i placed in the situation once that curiosity kicks in nature will start pushing you towards i think something very strange yeah So for my kids book I've been doing lots of talks in schools yeah. so 7 year olds 8 year olds etc and I talk about the habit of curiosity and they were like yes sir we are curious about so many things like why are we born yeah. why do we die I'm saying 7 year old kids are asking these and then through our entire teenagers and young adult years we stopped asking these you know you won't believe I had a talk for these teenagers mm. young younger younger not that around 15 to 18 or something and one question i asked about this and the answer 90% was they are scared to die alone wow and i was taken aback because at this stage that question is still inside hmm. or oh, why am i placed in this family or oh, you know what is going to happen next why human so i think curiosity is there hmm. but we don't channelize it because i think society conditions a lot yeah. especially parents if children pick up to them and one thing that you said which is that start working on the internal before you start thinking sadhanas etc yes yes i you, think hmm. you know if you have to understand who are you first what are you worshiping and that knowledge should be there that everything comes from the same source so we start deconditioning ourselves because especially in indian families you have been conditioned these gods that gods you stayed like this but for what or why what is the logic behind it so first come to that because our generation is very smart hmm. they will not take you forward they want evidence they want logic they want to know what is happening and then only but once they are convinced then they will follow it then they'll follow this it. is what i am experiencing yeah i think no our blind is to yeah. figure out like how to convince or at least show different paths for people. yeah and i think we have made this spirituality very you know it belongs to a certain set of people hmm. or after a certain age no you're too young for it no 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 the moment you learn how to be happy in your own presence the moment you are more responsive the moment you are more aware and you have realized that human birth is precious you're slowly moving towards evolution hmm. and at the same time few people are not aware even that is okay because next birth mm. <laughs> so there is no problem at all <laughs> and i think for me i think 
since we are just having a free flow chat on this i think my life changed when i was like not attached to this birth at all you know when you realize they ah oh, this is just one more of the next one of the next you one know, of the next one it's so liberating you were very blessed because people when they die they realize this <laughs> so you are so attached to the material and i think the fact that you are aware and you are so easy going because i've met you many times and you are very chilled out you are very free it shows in your behavior it shows in your it attitude takes everything so seriously yeah and yeah people take everything very seriously you know the fact is what i'm realizing if you change you okay someone else is changing and you can't accept it hmm. that battle is what we are dealing with but i also i'm very curious because even you do certain kinds of sadhana so throw some light on it so for me i was born into a very spiritual household because my mom is like a guru for like hundreds of thousands of people in the world so she teaches something called satya meditation yeah. and her guru was shri mata ji nirmala devi yeah. who taught sahaj yoga so as a child i used to go for all the events that were there for sahaj yoga so naming all the chakras was something that i knew when i was a very young <laughs> child like it was something that you were brought up with yeah. so it's a different way of approaching it and i'm parsi right yeah. so it was very interesting seeing the whole parsi zoroastrian yeah. dynamic with understanding chakras so, yeah. and then you slowly start understanding the aspects of how universal chakras are as a system mm. like for example friends of mine are into chinese medicine mm. chinese medicine also has the same chakra yeah. principles tcm is very they call it meridians and we call we it, call uh, it chakra system nadis and chakras yeah, yeah correct and even in zoroastrianism and i'll probably get flogged for saying this but the sadra and kasti that we wear are actually on chakra points 100% 100% right so we have a little thing on anahata yes. here In fact, even the way the rituals are done at times are very similar. Even Jewish when they do their rituals are very similar. Yes, it works on the marma points. It works on the pressure points. Yeah, but I think we like to tag everything and dilute everything. The problem is that as human beings, our minds are used for segregation, right? So, like when you think about a phil- from philosophy. we are used to breaking down things to understand them mm-hmm. not combining things to understand them yes. right and as a result you start seeing over across religions the same principles exist so even in christianity where do you anoint yourself again on a chakra system yep. right so it's very similar when you start now accepting yeah. instead of devising yourself up you know first time when i came across tcm that is traditional chinese medicine they have zhang and fu organs okay mm-hmm. so they have 12 meridians or more and there are few meridians that they work for me or going through your lungs heart that is the reason indians we females we wear that ring yes because metal is the source of generating energy yeah and it holds on it you know impulses amazing how things are connected and this is the reason why i say curiosity you know yep. like for me my definition of spirituality is being curious about the senses you haven't experienced yet yeah that's a very good point because we ordinary people mm. we have 11 senses mm. if your consciousness goes higher it is said an enlightened being has 17 senses yes so five to six more so we have that capacity but i think the most dangerous sense is the mind of course and the second worst is your tongue <laughs> The taste is something. Which, tasting or talking? Yeah. <laughs> Both of them are. Yeah. yeah. I realized this because in school we are taught five senses. Yeah. Right. And then afterwards we live life actually using more that we don't realize. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. like when somebody is looking at you from the back, how do you know that that's that's yeah, 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 yeah. that's a sense. It's amazing how we feel this connection, and once you start getting more conscious about it, you start becoming aware. Yeah. 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 and i have realized you know the more your mind becomes calmer 
the more intuitive and more aware you get mm. and the more signals from nature we pick up in fact that is again spirituality becoming one with the cosmos if you enjoyed this episode i want you to do two things share it with three people one and make sure that you're subscribed we also have a youtube channel called the habit coach awesome 180 you can check out snippets there you can also follow ivm podcast on twitter instagram facebook linkedin and if you want to follow me i am at ashton doc on twitter instagram and everywhere else you can also explore my books one habit a day the book of good habits for kids and change your habits change your life or if you prefer online courses they're all available on my website i am ashton doctor your habit coach hey hey it's been another great week on the ivm podcast network on all things policy ananya desai and rohan pai discuss recurrent bans on fireworks during festive seasons in india and discuss possible solutions to tackle india's air pollution problem On the Habit Coach podcast Ashton Doctor welcomes Sahil Mehta an esteemed mountaineer and author of the book Break Free Sahil shares a transformative experience which became the catalyst for embracing discipline and fulfillment The episode explores the profound impact of vulnerability on personal growth Folks if you like our shows do spread the word tell your friends and don't forget to rate and review them wherever you're listening to them Follow us on social media. We are IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn. You'll also find all our shows on YouTube at youtube.com/ivmpodcasts. And finally, we would like to thank our sponsors this week. Omedia Network India, Abbott, IDFC First Bank and Save Life Foundation. Thank you for making this possible.